What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Everything Bagel Podcast. I'm Milo. And I'm Charlie. And this is episode 12. Um, and today we're just gonna we're just gonna chill, I think. See see where the conversation goes. Um, we don't have anything special planned like last week. I hope you guys were able to listen to our commentary track without we tried. Um, yeah, we we had some fun doing it. Um, yeah. Yeah. It was definitely a little something different. Um, and it was just an experiment, but now we're just going to be back to, uh, a normal episode. Yeah. So Charlie, what have you, what have you been up to today? Um, today, you know, I had a pretty, I had a pretty normal morning, but I went to a golf camp in the afternoon. Oh. Um, yeah, I'm just getting into it. I'm I'm not that good, but um, it's been pretty fun and pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, I didn't do much either. Um, I woke up at like 10, um, and then I had some online classes through a program I'm doing, um, like two hours each class at like 11 and two. Um, yeah, went for a run. And now I'm doing this, but like, I saw you yesterday, I think, and we went on a run. Mm -hmm. That was, that was pretty fun. A fun run. Yeah. It's definitely good for your, your mental health, especially during these times to get out and see people. Obviously it still has to be at a safe distance and everything, Mm -hmm. but I think it's great, um, mentally to be able to connect, um, and have some time out of the house and out, um, you know, out of your family, which you've been hanging out with for a while yeah yesterday so me and charlie try to run at least like once or twice together during the week but we do it from like a safe distance at least six feet um and yeah it's it's pretty fun uh we went on a 40 minute run i think um Mm -hmm. went through conservation land you can you explain what that one is because i'm still a little confused yeah, so um, near my house, there is some conservation land that's an, um, an abandoned Native American reservation, um, and it's from the Neshoba Praying Indians, um, and pretty much uh, back during the Revolutionary War era, um, all of these Native Americans were um, rounded up and brought to an island in Boston Harbor, um, and they were there for I don't know how long, but a certain amount of years. Um, and then when they were released, they were given a plot of land, um, which happens to be near my house. And um, that's where they that's where they, you know, stayed for the remainder of their time um, before they slowly died out, sadly. Um, and now it's just kind of conservation land and there's remnants of it. There's an old Native American quarry and there's actually remnants of corn mounds where the Native Americans grew their corn. So it's kind of a cool history area, but it's also great for cross-country running yeah and you told me while we were passing the corn mounds that it's like one of the last known native american corn mounds in america right yeah um it's actually a really interesting spot because you can see the rows um 
of you know what was once a farm you know when you go out west or to a place where they grow lots of corn you see the rows and rows of corn and how they do it they like create a mound and stick the corn seed in the mound um and in this particular area you can see the rows in the mounds of the native like from the native american farm you know 100 200 years ago so it's really interesting and it's one of the few areas that you can still see that yeah yeah it was a very cool spot to run um you also go mountain biking there sometimes right yeah, um, that's another thing I've been slowly getting into, um, you know, as um, I'm sure a lot of you are also getting into. Um, everyone's getting new hobbies and stuff like that, um, and everyone's um, finding new stuff to do because, you know, we're really bored right now. So um, one of the things I got into was mountain biking. So I do that with my friends a lot. Um, and in this uh, same conservation land, there's some big hills that you can go down, and it's, it's pretty fun. Yeah, I, I don't really have a mountain bike. I just got um, one of my dad's racing bikes. He just replaced the pedal, so I could use it for whatever I want to because um, you have to have, like, the certain, like, bike, biking shoes that, like, clip in usually. And so we switched out the pedals so that I can just wear regular school, uh, shoes so I can, like, ride it to school if I want. Yeah, I've always found those things crazy when you clip into your shoes. Cause like, what if you need yeah, to? Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of scary. Yeah, like, what if you need to stop real quick, or you're like you're at a stop sign or something? Like, how do you? Like, obviously, there's a way to get out of it, but it's not instantaneous. Yeah, like actual people who are good at biking know how to. But I went on one bike ride, and I fell like three times because I couldn't get my shoe out in time. Right. It's, you have to, like, twist it out. Right. It's weird. It's not like skiing. Like, because when you ski and you fall, like, the skis automatically fall off because that's just, like, the way they're built. But, like, you need to put, I think, a certain technique and a certain force into it to get those shoes out. Um, and I, I just, that I think that's crazy. Yeah. It, you know, especially for me, who's a mountain biker, because, like, because I'm going over rocks and, you know, not huge jumps right now because I'm just starting off, but, like, some smaller jumps, um, you know, you have to be ready to bail at any second. That way, you know, you don't run into a tree or whatever. So um, it's kind of cuckoo. Yeah. I feel like from, like, the videos I've seen on mountain biking, it's kind of scary. It's, like, you have to have a really fast reaction time because – like, once you go over, like, a jump, there are, like, sharp turns, and it's kind of scary, but I've, I feel like it could be fun if you're doing it safely. Yeah, if you're doing it safely, you have the right teacher, the right gear. Pretty much anything can be fun. Yeah. Like, I, w I wouldn't necessarily want to go shark diving, but, you know, if I had the right equipment and I had, you know, the world's best shark diver with me, I think I'd feel a little more comfortable. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't... I don't mess with sharks. Sharks are sharks are pretty scary in my opinion. Um, they're mis they're misunderstood. You know you know more more people are killed by like cows and vending machines a year than sharks. I know like sharks are misunderstood, but like I still, I feel like, I feel like they could like snap at any second, and that's what's scary. Mm -hmm. Um. Like, you could just be, like, swimming and see one, and then suddenly it comes charging at you. Right. It's, you know, it's a prime predator. And, you know, we happen to live in an area 
that is one of the shark centers of, I guess, quote unquote, the world, you know, um, Jaws was filmed in the area or, you know, general area we live, you know, so it's definitely prominent. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know about sharks. They're, they're scary. I went to Africa, South Africa, and that's like the prime shark capital of the world, Cape Town. I didn't go there, but still, um, I was on like a river cruise, not like a cruise, like a one day boat ride. And we were going down this small river in the town of St. Lucia. Um, and all of a sudden you hear like something pop out of the water and it's a massive bull shark. And those are like the most aggressive sharks in the world. Yeah. Um, it was kind of, it was terrifying, but like I felt safe because I was in the boat. Yeah. You know, what's creepy about, you know, what's creepy about bull sharks, which I think you mentioned is they can go into fresh water. Yeah, they can. They swim upstream. Like I'm, gonna, I'm gonna search this up right now. I believe they found a bull shark in the Great Lakes or like in Indiana or something. Um, let me search this up one second. Yeah, so I have it here. It says the furthest away a um a bull shark has ever been recorded in a river is 700 miles from the ocean in Alton, Illinois, on the Mississippi River. That's, like, in the middle of the United States. Yeah, that's terrifying. So, I mean, if it can get to the middle of the United States, it can get to pretty much anywhere where there's water. Like, you know, deep enough water with food, which is ridiculous. Yeah. I feel like, I don't know, I feel like I wouldn't go shark diving or, like, cage diving with a shark. Um... But I feel like another fear I have is, like, the fear of, like, falling off, like, tall things. But it's not the fear of heights because that's, like, different. Um, Because I feel safe where there's, like, anything that's preventing me from falling. Mm -hmm. Like, we went to the CN Tower in Toronto. Yeah. And I felt fine there. I was completely fine. I did a handstand on the glass floor. Yeah, the creepy thing about that was that the floor was glass, so, like, you could see everything. That was a little strange. Yeah, and the, and the CN Tower is, like... Well, while you're looking up this fact about the CN Tower, I just got um, another fact about bull sharks swimming up river. I said 700 miles in the Mississippi. Well, here, National Geographic source, so this is no joke, 2,500 miles up the Amazon River in South America, they found a bull shark. Yeah. Um, and the CN Tower is 1,815.3 feet tall. That's tall. But that's the, that's the like, spire. Yeah. Um, so we were not that high. <laughs> the CN Tower, actually, I have a, I have a quick fact. Um it was the tallest tower in the world for a while, I think. Really? I didn't know um, that. Yeah. On March 31st, 1975, the CN Tower officially became the world's tallest freestanding structure. Now, is this is this highest point or like top to bottom longest? Um, I think it's top to bottom because it's the tallest 
freestanding structure. Not anymore. Now it's the ninth tallest. Yeah, it's crazy how much we've grown. Because there's some controversy there. Because, you know, Mount Everest is the tallest mountain in the world. Like, at its peak, it is the highest point. But it's not, like, the biggest mountain. There are mountains that are from the base to the top are a longer hike. They're just at a lower elevation. Yeah. Um, Also, Mount Everest is not the most dangerous mountain to climb. Did you know that? Well, it's... It's all weather dependent, right? Well, no, actually. It's like because so many people have actually done it, so many people know like all the good routes and like how to do it. Yes, it's weather dependent and that's with all like climbing all mountains. But I think K2 is much more dangerous than Mount Everest. K2 is the second tallest yeah. mountain in the world because people don't usually like a lot of people haven't climbed that one, but just went and climbed Mount Everest because they like wanted to climb the biggest, tallest mountain in the world. But it's mountain climbing is dangerous. Yeah, I mean it's 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 the mountains, but it's as I said before, I think it's all the weather. Um, and in an area like um in Nepal, in in that area where all you know K two and Everest are, that area is heavily affected by the weather. Because although it doesn't really seem like it, it's not that far from the ocean. And because there really isn't anything as tall as it in between that and the ocean, they're getting all that weather coming in from the sea, um, just hitting it constantly. And it's ever changing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I talked a little about my fears. What about what about you? What about me? Well, it's it's what are some irrational fears <laughs> you have. It's not heights. I'd actually be okay when it comes to heights. Um, that's a pretty that's a pretty common fear. Um, I'm I, I'm not scared of snakes, but I'm sometimes uncomfortable around snakes. They're a little creepy sometimes. But I, yeah, I, would, I don't like snakes. I, but I'm okay with like spiders and stuff. But it's snakes that get me. But I don't think I'd necessarily call that a fear. I just think I'd call it like a uncomfortableness. I'd say my biggest fear is like, all right, this is really weird. It's I have this in my dreams all the time. It's when I like can't speak and I like can't express myself and no one understands me. And I know that doesn't really make sense. But I'm always scared of that like happening, like me not being able to like talk or express myself the way I want to and people not understanding me. I know that sounds like weird and cliche, but I guess that'd probably be my fear because I get that in dreams a lot. Yeah, I wonder what that what that means in your dream. Who knows? Can I can I go to a therapist? There's probably a website for it. There's a website for everything. I also have this dream all the time where, like, I can only move in slow-mo. Like, when I walk, I walk normally, but whenever I try to run, I, like, am moving super slow. So I have to, like, get on my knees and, like, crawl to get anywhere. It's really weird. That's, that is weird. <laughs> I don't really have that many nightmares. Um... All right, um, Milo, I have a question for you. So, um... You, you know, we're going off of dreams. We're going to go off of sleeping. This is a question I got asked or I ask a lot because I always find it interesting because everyone has a different answer. Um, if you have a fan or an air conditioner in your room, what's your preferred temperature to sleep in? 
Um, I don't know. So, whenever I... I have an air conditioner because I don't have central cooling in my house. I have central heating, but not central cooling. I don't know why. Um, but I don't know. I It's usually somewhere around 66 degrees to 68. So, when I, like, am going to sleep, I like having the air conditioner, like, on and, like, blowing because I can feel it in my bed. Um, but then if I, like, wake up in the middle of the night and try to go back to sleep, and, like, so my air conditioner, like, completely shuts off when it's that temperature and then actually, like, blows again when it gets too hot. So I actually sometimes just lower it by one degree um, or turn it off and then turn it back on again just to get the air blowing. Right, right. Um, so I'm, I'm in the 66 to 68 range. Yeah, I am too. I'm at, at like a solid 67 when I try to go to bed. Um, and do you like your room completely pitch dark or like, do you like to have like your closet light on or like something that has a little light? No, I like it. I like it completely dark. I mean, the air conditioner light is on, and yeah. I have a digital clock, but, like, besides those... Yeah, I'd agree with I you. I like it dark. I, I definitely like it nice and dark. Aren't, aren't there studies that show, like, you should have your lights off, like, a, a couple, maybe not hours, but, like, maybe, like, a half hour before you go to sleep? That way your mind is, like, already yeah. relaxed. Yeah. I don't do that. No, neither, neither do I. It's like a, it's like a study. I think it was, it was something. I mean, there's always, there's always going to be a study about something saying you should do something, but can't do everything. You're not Superman. Speaking of like nighttime routines, you know, and sleeping. Um, I, I think quarantine has really accentuated that for me. Like I, I used to like you know stay up pretty late and like sleep in a lot, but now. Because life is so weird and, you know, you never know what's really going on. Um, I think it's really important to have a routine and, you know, control the things you can control. And that's why I personally have been, you know, you know, setting my alarm clock and waking up when I wake up and stuff like that. Um, and I think that's definitely benefited me, um, you know, in the long run. And, you know, right now having a routine and having that consistency. Yeah. Um I would agree with you. Like, I used to sleep in until, like, 11 on the weekends. Um, and I would, like, go to summer camp, so I would wake up at, like, 8. Um, but now, I don't know. I'm waking up at, like, 9-ish when I don't have to. Maybe maybe around 10. Mm -hmm. um, but, like, I don't know. I just feel, like, better with my sleep. I, I'm getting more sleep. I use, like, a sleep tracking app. Um, I put it on, like, my bedside table, and it, like, I don't really move that much in my sleep, so it doesn't track it. It, like, tracks it by noise, um, and so it can tell when I'm asleep. And so my, like, quality of sleep has been has been really good when um, during quarantine. Um, so I got, a, I got a job. I took my brother's job at a... Uh, at a pond for lifeguarding so tomorrow is my first shift at like the opening shift and i have to get up at like 6 15 <laughs> um yeah it's gonna be a it's gonna be a struggle but yeah i have to get up at 6 15 open the gates at 7 45 yeah 
Yeah, I've I've never. I feel like it'll be fun, but yeah, yeah, I'm sure I'm sure it will be. I've never really been an early riser, and um, I was gonna work at a summer camp um this year, and it's a Boy Scout camp, and um, not that it's super regimented or anything, but you know we wake up pretty early to a bugle and everything, and you know I I I was going to be waking up at you know six thirty in the morning every day for pretty much the entire summer. Um, so I was pre- preparing myself for that, but now I get to sleep in a little bit and it is really nice. Yeah. Um, I would agree with you. I'm having, I'm having a good time sleeping in. Um, but at the same time, it's bad we're sleeping in cause we, cause it means like we have nothing to do. We're not going to summer camp. You know, you have a job, but like, we're really not doing much. Yeah. The next two weeks I'm getting like 25 hours, which is not a lot right right like i'm getting like five hour shifts and yeah this job is pretty fun honestly it's my first lifeguarding job which they actually don't usually take um people like that but since a bunch of people are going back to college they needed a replacement for my brother so they just used me um but it's it's pretty fun we the first day my first day um it was really cold, so, like, nobody showed up, and we were just sitting in the guardhouse, spread apart, because, like, you gotta be six feet, um, and we basically did nothing. I went outside, um, when it got, like, a little nicer, and, like, one family showed up, but it's a pretty chill job, um, we do 15-minute shifts on the stand, and then you're either working with, like, two or three other people, and so you get, like, a 30-minute break, um, yeah, I've been doing a lot of reading on the stand. It's it's pretty fun. Not on the stand. No, not on the stand. Um, when I'm off the stand. Yeah, that would not be good, Milo. <laughs> <laughs> I got I gotta think that lifeguarding. You know, I know you've only done a couple shifts, but you probably have some idea. Um, like while you're on your shift, that you know, you obviously have to be mentally prepared and acute because you have to be you know looking all over and making sure everyone's safe but you said you're only doing 15 minute shifts at a time and when you're not on the shift you get to go swimming or you know help out or you know but you don't have to be as attentive and that seems like a a pretty fun job to me to be honest yeah yeah life i was talking to my mom today i was like lifeguarding is kind of just worrying about people it's kind of nerve-wracking when you're on the stand it's so true um but like i don't know yeah we only do 15 minute shifts so it's not that bad you just have to keep your attention on the people and then when there's nobody there we don't do anything right you know it's all polar opposite it could be you know just like a fun day at the beach pretty much you know you might hand out a band-aid but that's it or it could be saving someone's life so it's you know pretty drastic mm-hmm. changes yeah, my um, my boss said my first day, he was like, yeah, 90% of the time, it's, like, not worrying, it's not bad. And then, like, 7% of the time, it's, like, manual labor, like, fixing a table or something. And then 3%, it's actual, like, saving people. Right. Yeah. Um, it's a fun job. I suggest you get certified. Because it's a good thing to have if you need a summer job. Yeah, I'm sure it would be nice. I was gonna, 
I was going to work at my summer camp and um, I was going to be kind of like a floater on staff. And, you know, I, I'm not a lifeguard, but I would have been working on the beach doing stuff. And I probably would have gotten, you know, in my case, uh, BSA certified. You know, there's a different certification to be, uh, a, you know, a scout lifeguard. But, um, you know, it fell through. So now I'm just chilling. So maybe maybe now I'm kind of wishing I got lifeguard certified, but I will off your recommendation and hopefully i can get a job maybe next summer i mean we could do it we could do if we have nothing else to talk about we could do a little a little game okay i'm i'm down for that just a like a buzzfeed quiz or something Ooh. okay let's let's do a little research okay so we just we just quickly checked buzzfeed real quick because you know you know that's where all the the quizzes are (laughs) Um, and this is a weird thing that both of these topics we talked a little bit about. The bike tour you design will determine what kind of shark you are. That's so random. However, <laughs> so random and so crazy. However, earlier we did talk about bikes and sharks. So um, I'm, I'm yeah. on it right now, and I'm, I'm thinking you're on it too. So I guess we can both do it at the same time. And <laughs> see what outcome there is how many different types of sharks are there or i guess the real question is how many different types of bike tours are there or do you want me to do you want me to do yours and you can do mine um so it's like a surprise yeah um okay. hopefully the questions are like the, in the same order but i guess is is yeah. the first question for you are you excited yeah okay good all right so milo are you excited for this bike tour I'm gonna go op- with ye- I'm gonna go with yes. So yeah, the can you tell what the options are? Yeah, the options are nah, of course, only if my friends come, or yes. I'm just gonna go with a simple yes. Okay. All right. Next question. Okay. Who will join you on your tour? Nobody, your dog, your friend, or your special other. Yeah, significant other. Um, probably my friends. Your I don't friends. know how I would choose my dog, but I don't know how my dog. Your dog, yeah, your dog can't really bike. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right. Well, Just if friends. you got like a little dog, you can put it in the basket in the front. Who knows? Who knows? All right, where do you want to go on this bike tour, Milo? Ah. Paris or um England? Mm-hmm. Is that Denmark? Yeah, it's Denmark. And the last one is unlabeled but it looks like it's It's, in asia yes it's south asia yes um which out of those four oh i don't know so i would choose paris but it's really crowded that's right do you want to do a bike tour in a city yes whereas denmark it just because for the picture of paris it's a picture of paris and for the picture of england it's in the city of england but for the yeah. picture of Denmark, it's just the Denmark flag. So you might be able to go anywhere in Denmark. Yeah. Um, I'm going to choose. I'm going to choose. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm going to choose Denmark. Okay. I, I think my grandparents have been on a bike tour in South Asia, and I think they liked it. But Denmark is a solid choice. All right. Next question. What will be your go-to meal? So uh, I, I'm assuming on the on the on the tour. So you have s'mores, which isn't really a meal, Campbell's tomato soup, raspberries, or a fancy-looking sandwich. 
Um, I don't know why somebody would eat a s'more on your bike tour. Especially if that's <laughs> just your meal. Like, for a yeah. snack, maybe, but meal? Yeah, same with raspberries. Like, that's a snack. So, yeah, yeah. I personally don't like tomato soup. Mm. Um, but so, I would, I would to have carry. to go with my... That's true. But I would have to go with my, my, my sandwich. Classic right, good sandwich. Old sandwich. Good old sandwich. Alrighty. In that case, let's let's move on. Uh-huh. Alright, this is going to be an animal question. Which animal would you be like to... Or, sorry, let me restart that. Which animal would you like to see during your trip? And let's... You're, you're going to Denmark, and I don't think all of these animals happen to be in Denmark, but let's just say maybe it's in a zoo or something. So you have a whale, a mm-hmm. lion, a deer, or... A, a, a bird in the ocean and i don't know what bird it is yeah it's, but a, it's a weird bird a, an ocean bird um so i wouldn't like to see a lion because that would kind of be terrifying yeah um, especially in denmark that'd be a little strange yeah a deer is classic and a you can see a bird at like any time mm-hmm. um so i would think i would i would have to go with a whale because that means you would have to be on the ocean yeah, it's true. Oh, a, nice. a nice ocean bike ride would be nice. Good old whale. I would not have chosen deer because we see lots of deer in the area we are in or we live in. Mm-hmm. All right, next off, you're going to have to choose a bike. So your first option is like a beach cruiser. I think I'm assuming you're looking at the pictures. You have a beach cruiser with a little basket. You have a very fancy road bike. And then it looks like you have a hybrid road bike with, you know, fancy special orange wheels or a motorcycle. Okay. I was literally talking to my mom about motorcycles today. I like the idea of motorcycles and I feel like they could be fun, but they're just so dangerous. No, I wouldn't want to own one. Maybe maybe for like a weekend trip or something, like to rent one out with a buddy who already owns a motorcycle. But I feel like to own one and have that be your main mode of transportation, it'd be too yeah, dangerous. Yeah, it's just it's just too dangerous. And imagine motorcycling in the rain. That has to be so uncomfortable. Yeah, that has to be awful. Um, So, I don't know. I feel like... Honestly, I might go for the hybrid because um, I was just saying I don't, like, enjoy road bikes that much, but I also just don't want a, a normal bike. So I would go for the hybrid. So this is honestly. the one without a person on it? Yes. Okay. Okay, I got your result. Did you get yours? Uh, No, I did not do mine. So okay. you only have mine. What am I? What shark so am I? So at first, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read the definition, or not the definition, your description of the shark, and then I will say the shark. You're okay. sensitive and mysterious. You also have a never-ending <laughs> appetite. Oh. <laughs> so you have a large appetite, and you're sensitive and mysterious. And your shark, Milo, is the cat shark, which I've never heard of before. Huh. Um, let me look this up. Yeah. I've never heard of a cat shark. Neither have I. Oh, it's one of those like smaller sharks with dots on it. Oh, like that on the bottom. Of yeah, the ocean. like a interesting. He's kind of cute. Not gonna lie. I like. I'd. I'd feel, <laughs> I'd feel comfortable swimming with him. I like how he's yeah, sensitive. It's not too mis- dangerous. I like how he's sensitive and mysterious. <laughs> I don't. I don't think of myself as sensitive or mysterious. No, but, but you know, you're, I do you're, have an appetite. I, yeah, I think your appetite is pretty, is pretty adequate. Yeah, 
Okay, so you ready to find out your shark? We gonna do we gonna do a different quiz or the same quiz? No, we gotta find out your shark. Okay, let's do my shark then. Bike tour shark. <laughs> um, are you excited for your bike tour? Oh, I am so excited for my bike tour, but I really think it's only gonna be fun if I have friends. So I'm gonna choose only if my friends okay. come with me. Okay. Who will join you on your tour? My your friend, friends. My dog. <laughs> my friends. Where do you want to go? Paris, London, um, Denmark, or South Asia? You see, I don't want to go to London because I feel like it's just going to rain the entire time. Um, and you chose Denmark. Um, well, you can choose the same one. I know. So, but I've always wanted to go to Paris, and I think it might be okay, especially if for at least half the trip we go into the countryside. So I'm going to go Paris. Mm -hmm. Okay. What will be your go-to meal? S'mores, raspberries, tomatoes, or not tomatoes, (laughs) Campbell's tomato soup, and a sandwich. You see, I'm definitely going to go with the soup here because I think it'll be easy to carry um, relatively easy to make, and I I like tomato soup, especially with some mm-hmm. grilled cheese. Not that that's a part of it, but very good. Yeah. Okay. Next question: What animal would you like to see during your trip? A whale, a bird of some sort. <laughs> we don't know which one. A lion or a deer? I think it'd be I think it'd be amazing to see a wild lion in the streets of Paris. So I'm gonna choose a lion. Are you? Are you? So oh, jeez. I'm being. I'm being serious here, Milo. I want to see a wild lion on top of the Eiffel Tower. On top. Oh. Yes. No, not next to. Not next on to. Top. On top. Okay. So now it's time for you to choose your bike. Right. Motorcycle, like a cycling bike, road bike, um, a leisure bike, or a hybrid. Okay, well, I, I, I think the one thing I want to make sure of is that my shoes aren't those stupid clipping shoes so I fall over. So I'm zooming on on this guy with the road bike, and I don't think those are the clipping shoes. Um, yes, they are. You think so? <laughs> they are, yeah. Oh, I think they are too. You're right. Well, in that case, you know, let, let, let's be reasonable here. I, I, I want to go fast on my road trip. And if there is a lion in Paris, I'm gonna, I am gonna. want to see it and then get out as quick as possible. So let's go with the motorcycle. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> You're the funny one in your friend group. <laughs> You're always joking and off to a new adventure. That's your description. Do you want to guess what type of shark you are? Uh, sh- sure. I don't know that many types of sharks. There's a great white, a bull, a tiger. Ooh, I think I'm a sandy shark. Or no, 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 not a sandy shark. A lemon shark. How? <laughs> Whoa, you actually got it. You're, you're a lemon shark. <laughs> Am I actually? Yeah, you're actually a lemon shark. Wow. <laughs> Oh my! I just searched up lemon on on Safari, thinking I would get my, the result. Lemon shark. Oh wow! Yeah, lemon shark's a pretty good sized shark. Mhm. I actually funny story about sharks. I was um, I was scuba diving or not scuba diving, snorkeling in the Florida Keys for a sailing trip I went on, a week long sailing trip in the Keys, and um, I got to. Um, I got to go snorkeling at this reef and I saw 
probably like a five or six, maybe even like eight foot long black tip shark, which is a pretty, pretty large shark. And mm -hmm. um, I followed it like off the drop of the reef and it was pretty, pretty creepy. Um, Why did you follow it? Because I wanted to get a better look at it because it sped right by me. Um, so I was expecting getting the black tip, but you know, lemon shark is pretty quality. Yeah, I like lemon sharks. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, okay. I think that might be our time for today. Yeah, pretty pretty solid episode. Yeah, we got a lot in, a lot in. Um, yeah, so I hope you guys enjoyed this fun episode. Um, pretty chill. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you if you have more ideas for us to talk about, you can email us everythingbagelpodcast23 at gmail.com. You could also let us know how you liked the commentary track if you want to. Um, we could do another one if you guys want. Yeah, what, what else you got, Charlie? Um, and if you want to take the quiz that we just took, it's on BuzzFeed. Um, and it's, I don't know, it's probably the only quiz that has to do with bike tours and sharks. So you can take it. And then again, with that email Milo just said, you can email us your results. Yeah, I'll link I'll link that quiz in the description of the episode. Alrighty, I, I think that's it then. Yeah. So thank you guys for listening and we'll see you next week, hopefully. Signing out. Bye guys.